Tal Spear is breaking the podcast from Japan. Okay. Incoming Probably. introduction. I mean, he's already sabotaged it once and he's not even here. People, welcome to Unpleased. <laughs> you cleaned it so well, but I don't even want to like. It's not just, just be like, just yeah, because I'm going to stink by osmosis. Yeah, like, just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Right. It's awful. That's right. And I just imagining like every crevasse in here just being like, wee. It's, it's been, it it's been sitting there for sees. so long. It's just soaked into the table's very being. That's, yeah, uh, and particle board. That's that's what I mean. Like it, it's been there for two weeks. Oh no! Like you can just imagine, <laughs> even like Tal, the, you're gonna have to throw out this table. But, yeah, even yeah, the most like least porous thing. To go. Two weeks of being surrounded by a thing oh, is just gonna become that thing. We should move this upstairs into the kitchen. Oh no! <laughs> we should move this like into I mean, a burning fire pit. You know what? Actually, this... no. I will tell you what. We will move it into the garage so it can permeate with Tal Subaru. <laughs> you know what? This reminds me of. This reminds me of when I worked at Canadian Tire. They did renovations on the Canadian Tire, and the electricians turned off the power on overnight, and they forgot oh. about the bait oh, fridge. No. So there was literally oh, a, no. a completely full oh. bait fridge that just was like oozing out onto the floor in the morning <laughs> and we were tasked with duct taping it closed and throwing it in the dumpster oh man <laughs> yeah you just you don't even try we just we just threw it on a pallet grabbed the pallet jack wheeled it to the back which left like a green slime trail a snail trail <laughs> the whole way and then we were just like like what do you what do you do and then we just like put it to the edge of the loading dock and just went push into the <laughs> into the blue dumpster at, yeah, because that's, like, that's what you do. Well, yep. What are you going to do? You're never going to get the smell no, of that, like it's just destroyed. Like, like bait. Yeah, like, no, no. Moldy old fish is just just not not a smell you want to ever have. I I can I can tell you that that smell haunted me for years after. <laughs> and you know when a smell haunts you, that it's a bad smell. <laughs> did did we did we do the Twitter side of things? I, I, uh, I just I, don't have Twitter. Yeah, I tweeted. Okay, I thought you did. Yeah, yeah, we were we were talking about that. Okay, cool. I I honestly forgot that that was when we were talking about how if we had a choice, we'd never use Twitter forever. Oh yeah, and we did say that. Twitter forever. Alrighty. Well, today is Thursday, the seventeenth of October. It is. And my name is Vox. I am Roland. I am. Disgruntled. <laughs> yeah, I have a work-related grievance. <laughs> that's that's the way I start start out a conversation at work when they're just like, "This happened," and I'm just like, "Uh, I have a work-related grievance," <laughs> and usually it like 
polishes it enough so that nobody really gets upset. But I'm just like, um, excuse me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's, um, it's a, uh, a very ripe October 17th. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we've talked about it a bunch now. We might as well give our listeners an explanation. <laughs> so, as you may notice, or may not have noticed, but I think it's pretty obvious by this point that Tal isn't here. That's because in the brief period between episodes, he decided to fuck off to Japan. And he's still there until, I think, tomorrow. So he might be in transit right now. I don't know. But in efforts to leave for Japan, apparently he had um, left some stuff that used to be contained in his freezer. A big old bag of stuff just sitting on our podcasting table. This lovely... 1980s porous right here porous table unfortunately we haven't podcasted in three weeks or two weeks it's been a while and so we we weren't here to catch it earlier than it could have happened and more unfortunately the many things that should have been sealed weren't anymore and that had leaked out on this table Dire consequences. So I came downstairs to set up and I was going, what is that? What is that smell? A strange odor. And turns out that was the smell. Uh, and now it smells like that plus pine salt. Yep. <clears throat> which is nauseating. That's that's kind of so like that. If uh, you hear us complaining a bunch about if, the smell, yeah, if we start retching we are, for um, seemingly no reason, <laughs> we're, we're dealing with the if, best. The best part of it is Tal's not even home yet. If so one of us drops dead as a result, we we couldn't get mad the, at him while he was here for it. So I'll have to save it for next week. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like if we could just bottle that stink except we, we, need, we, to, we need to hide can. it <laughs> we, it literally is just sitting out on the deck right now we, we need to hide it in his bed like the horse head oh, oh that'd be see, so rude I, I couldn't do that to, <laughs> no that's that's i couldn't do that to Reed. that'd be so me yeah because it's not his fault and he's got to sleep in he's an innocent party <laughs> like but yes just... it stinks and we're not happy about it no it's not it's not bueno i'm not gonna lie but that's okay. Our uh, our friend Vox here lovingly cleaned it up for us, which was a big, big thanks because he was the first one here, unfortunately. <laughs> but thankfully... Yeah, Vox is a lovely, punctual person. Thankfully, he took the awesome initiative to clean it all up for us. So, Well, because if, if it wasn't cleaned up, this just wasn't going to happen. Oh, God, no. no <laughs> we would just no be way. gone. <laughs> there's there's no way. Well, you, you just can't. There, there, like, there certainly would have been a point where... The thought would cross my mind. It's like, you know, we could just leave it for him when he gets back. He's, so, you know, he'll be right back and he can do it. So actually, like speaking of smells. So um, when I was, uh, what was it? When I was cabinet making um, and actually, and actually uh, Glade, um, he came, uh, what was it? He was working at the same wood shop there um, uh, to help with transport. Um, cause he was like the new, like shipper kind of picker upper dude. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, the delivery driver and he, uh, what was it? We had to do a few deliveries, um, to the university and 
I had no idea, but the university has like this crazy like catacomb underneath the university mm-hmm. um, where they do like because it's attached to uh, like a major medical building, that whole catacomb under there is all like, you know, experiments and, you know, for different things and research and all sorts of weird and the things we smelled down there were things I've never, like, <laughs> I've never, I've never smelt a thing and been like, I don't know what that is legitimately. Like, I don't even have a guess of what that could be. And there was a lot of it, most of it awful, but I'm just like, I, like it, like it's weird as it's weird as an adult to have like new smells. Like yeah. <laughs> usually you can be like, "Oh, hey, this," but no, it was like, I don't know what that is. I'm just gonna assume that it's a terrifying experiment that I want nothing to do with. Mm, decaying something or rather. That's that's what I mean. And I was just like, and like every time we had to go down there and ship something to the university, it was like. I don't know what that is. I have no, I like no idea. That's unfortunate. It sounds gross. It 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 was super gross. And the problem is, is to that's the only place you can deliver to the university any kind of millwork or anything like that. So we have to we have to walk through this huge, huge underground part like structure part of the university, and it would take it would take a while. Like you'd be a good like probably take a good like five, 10 minutes yep. of just like walking with carts to get to your freight elevator and then take your freight elevator up. And then it was like, you honestly, you felt like a, like a troglodyte. Like, <laughs> you like got up and it was like the surface world and there were actually people up there and everything's like white and sterile <laughs> and looks nice. And like there's hustle and bustle and noise, but you just like, you went down there is just dead quiet. There's one security guard and it's just cold concrete and weird smells with really no sound whatsoever and it just it it was so off-putting all the time every time we had to go there so sounds really like isolationist and stuff too just no one around that's that's what i mean like i couldn't imagine like having to go down there and just like you being the one person in one of those rooms and just like having to like hang out there i was just like no yeah that that wouldn't be good it it not happen no <laughs> i i wouldn't be i wouldn't be happy with that at all so thank you for whoever has to work down there in solidarity <laughs> <laughs> and deal with those awful awful smells they're they're probably nose blind <clears throat> i mean or they just like i don't know yeah, I feel like I've, snort cocaine before they go down there. I feel like breathe right strips might be <laughs> not on their Christmas wish list. Be like, no, please congest me. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, Hold on, where's some allergens? Right, like, what am I allergic to? Perfect, good. Yeah, just shove some pollen up there. Good, perfect. It'd be great. Problem solved. Or weird, like nose plugs. You just wear <laughs> nose, like swimming nose plugs. I just, I don't know how you do it. Like all day, but I guess like you'd eventually, I mean, you'd eventually get, get you, you would stop it. smelling it after a while. Well, like the finishers used to put 
rag soaked in lacquer thinner in their masks so they could a get high <laughs> while they worked yeah and b that like eventually you wouldn't notice it but like like lacquer thinner is so so disgustingly overpowering i could not never i could never imagine getting used to it like it should always have an intense, like a, like an intense smell. Yeah, it'll always be there and aggressive. Because anytime I used it, it's just like all of your, all like every like smell receptor just flared in like displeasure. Just a bad time. Yeah, because it's just one of those smells where you just can't help but like scrunch your nose and just be like, oh god, and just like basically, it's like every other smell just turns off. Yeah, like you're just like this is all you smell currently. Perfect, and and that that should never be something you get used to. No, it's, even if you soak rags and stuff it in your respirator. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's probably about the only way you do it. Which I mean, like you know, like B plus for you know finding a way to get high at work. But know, like... <laughs> people will fucking do anything to get high, no matter how stupid it is. I just like I just don't understand it, like. I know, like, it's probably not the funnest job in the world, but, like, can't you just snort cocaine like any regular person? Don't you have <laughs> you any, know? like, podcasts to listen to or something? Like, well, well, you know what I mean. You know, like, unfurled. I just, I'm just, Better like, than lacquer thinner? <laughs> I had, I had the greatest, so I was hanging out with one of my friends uh, before the podcast, and I was like, I was like, oh, shit, I was like, I was like, I'm going to be late, I got to leave for the podcast. And he was like, He's like, oh yeah, I forget. I keep forgetting you do that. What do you guys talk about? Snacks? And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I just like snacks. I, snacks. I, I love the guy, but I'm just like, <laughs> I just like, but it was like, a, like a, not even like a, not even like a, a doom like give you no, like, <laughs> no ability to respond to a thing like. It's one of those situations where you're like do you listen to the words i say well it's like it's like walking into a room and being like what's going on sluts like <laughs> generally people are like uh oh like <laughs> if i respond then, then i might be slut. considered a slut i'd but respond if I, but it's like but if i if i don't respond then then it's weird because you've You've given me like you've presented <laughs> me with a greeting that I dislike, but I dislike even more not replying to when someone <laughs> greets me. But you've done so in a displeasurable yeah, way. You, you've put someone in that weird social awkwardness where they don't know how to handle it anymore. Where they're literally in response limbo. Like they're yep. just like, ah <laughs> I don't know what to do. Just like like social purgatory like <laughs> no I, i'm trying to think if we could actually talk about like just snacks for an hour oh we could i think we have <laughs> i'm sure we've <laughs> gone off on them before so, so i was like well i mean tal is about to come back from japan yep oh we're gonna talk about food better get fucking plain doritos let me tell you that yeah just fucking unflavored that's just like the biggest load of bullshit. <laughs> I just Corn like flavored Doritos. Oh, and like I just craved Doritos so bad while I was there. And the first bag I find was original. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is original Doritos? <laughs> and I was just like, original. Hmm. And I was like, open them up, eat one. And it just like just boiled rage. Because I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, I. I, I looked around for almost two weeks to find Doritos 
Because like Japan does a lot of things right, but potato chips are bullshit. Yeah. They're yeah, Chris absolute... is not one of their things. No, they're absolute bullshit. <laughs> like <laughs> everything else, they absolutely excel on. But potato chips, bullshit. <laughs> they're awful. Could you and... not have like Amazon primed yourself a bag of Doritos or something, maybe? I mean, maybe, but I'd need to know where I was too. <laughs> Most of the time I'm just like that's the area I know the B and B is in. Like it, it really like just just because you know you can you can know like the name of a prefecture, but sometimes it's a little bit tough. Well, navigating in a you know in a new country with a different language is yeah, especially one based on you know characters that basically translate in no way to something we would understand. Like uh, what was it? Like one of the, there was actually a, um, uh, what was it? It was actually like an apartment block called, what was it? It was like Jesus Square. <laughs> and I was just like, I mean, people here are it's living. It's really in, up there. I was like, people here are living in Jesus Square. I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> but like most of the time I was just like, like you, you're just so overwhelmed. Knowing where you are is, it just like, you're just like, I'm in Tokyo. Or I'm in Kyoto, or I'm in like you. But when somebody's just like, "Oh, this like this fucking particular community of this prefecture of this, like," if I were to start d- talking about Dover, you're just like, "I don't know." Uh? Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, yes, like Dover Lane Crescent. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, and it's just like, uh, uh? yeah, it's it, it's it's weird. It's a little bit weird, but it's a it's a glorious, beautiful place. It's mm. wonderful in every way. It really is. Did all those pictures I've been seeing are just gorgeous. I'm looking forward to the stories. Mm-hmm. Be good. Honestly, I just I want to hide. I'm gonna see if the bull's actually gonna bring it back because he's he's supposed to he's he's was like looking for markers for me because mm. in Japan they make Copix markers, which are like the single greatest yeah. uh, art marker that's on the yep. market. But they're like uh eighth of the price in japan so for like mm. a full set here it's like six or seven hundred dollars where in japan it's like a hundred to two hundred yeah. <laughs> so lots lots different and they all have replaceable nibs and are all completely refillable <laughs> oh wow. Nice. wow yeah so literally that's why they cost so much because they're they are a permanent marker like uh, in every sense of the word, you buy one, in. and then you're just refilling. Yeah, that's wow. They, they are in the well. That's why they're such a good marker too, because not only are they a super high quality, but they are also refillable and and you know uh, repairable. Awesome. Yeah, that's sweet. Which is which is huge. I told him back to bring me porn too, but I don't know if he'll do that. <laughs> that might get held up in customs. No, you you just be honest. I you mean it. I it's that it's titties. I I talked about that. I talked about that before when I talked about my trip to Japan. It, the guy was the guy because I got pulled for secondary screening because they didn't they didn't like when I told them how much alcohol I had. I told them the exact amount and they were like, "Well, you probably got it wrong." So they sent me for secondary screening because they <laughs> thought I was trying to smuggle in an, a big bottle of alcohol in, and I was under the limit. And the guy was searching through my thing, and there was they basically gift wrapped them. And mm-hmm. he was just like, he was like, what's this? Because you can't see because they're all gift wrapped, right? For for discretion. And I was like, I got that from the seven-story the seven story sex shop in Japan, M's Tower. 
and he's like, and just kind of <laughs> curled its back. He just sort of, <laughs> like, without going, you, he just kind of like, <laughs> and flung it back into my suitcase. And I was just like, honesty is the best policy. Because yep. what am I going to say? I'm going to be like, it's a souvenir. You know, and you then all, they're going to get curious. Sure. You so. don't, you don't lie, but sometimes it really depends on like that border guard you get. They can all enforce whatever rules they make up for whatever reason. Truth. But I just kind of like, I figured I was like, how am I going to play this? And I was just like, eh, honesty's best policy. Cause then if he does open it, I'm not lying. They don't have to pull me over and be like, well, maybe he's hiding something else. Cause he had to lie about this. Tentacle porn. He, so I was just like, so he's just like, He's like, but gross. Okay. <laughs> and then he just sort of continued on. And then he was like, I don't know why they sent you for secondary screening. It doesn't make sense. Have a lovely day. And I was like, thank you. Cause I just got off like a 17 hour plane ride. <laughs> and I'd really like to go home and not sit on a hard concrete floor for two hours while you doubt what's in my luggage. Yep. Yeah. So, and you know what? They're just doing their job. But I was like, that's why you fill out a form that says how much you have. And understandably, people definitely push that envelope. So it's just like, like, have you, have either of you ever watched Border Security? Oh, I love it. Like, it's so yeah. funny. It's my favorite thing. It's like literally fill out a thing, and it's like, I have no food. They open it up. It's like two suitcases full of yeah. food. Sir, you have approximately six thousand pounds of beef jerky in the suitcase. Are you aware of this? They're like, oh no. Or, or, or they're like, they're like, yeah. They're like, okay. So the part of the customs form that says, do you have any food? <laughs> I was like, what are you doing with this beef jerky? Are my, you like my favorite is when they come across the border and the question of how much cash do you have? You know, do you oh, have an excess of $10,000 in cash? Sakes. They're like, no. They're like, okay, well, turn out your pockets. Count it all up. So this is like $35,000 in cash. So what part of that is less than $10,000? I just about nine thousand of it. Uh, oh, it's not mine. So you, you just like smuggling <laughs> just, fucking cash, like it so just, you stole it. But but then people have this idea that they're like, oh, well, I have ten thousand of your money, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's fucking. It's it doesn't say of Canadian currency or U.S. dollars. It literally says how much money do you have, like. Yep. In total, like, it just, it's so frustrating. Like, and I, I get why those people, like, go absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. Because what do you, like, what are you going to do? Like, you've literally told somebody, like, what do you have? Like, um, when I went to Seattle with my brother, he's just like, for the first time, he's like, when we go back through the border, he's like, just make sure when we're in, we're in Seattle, just get all your receipts and just keep them clumped together. So then if they really ask, then you can just be like... That's what I bought. That's why I was there. And they can see the shopping bags in the back of the car. And yep. it's no big deal. And I was just like, okay. So we did that. And like, you know, you get the, you get the, what is it? The third degree. Like, where do you work? I work here. Okay. You know, how old are you? I'm this. Okay. Where do you work? And they like try to make sure you don't change your story and stuff like that, which mm. is fine. But it's like, I don't know when something's like cut and dry, like, how much of this do you have? <laughs> it's just like, I don't have that. And then you literally bring suitcases full of that thing. Yep. And they're just like, you can't. It says right here. 
like this this not allowed yeah like or it says just and and they they tell them every time everyone that comes through the border they're like we don't care if you have more than ten thousand dollars we just want to know you have more than ten thousand dollars we're not going to take it away from you just tell us you have more than ten thousand dollars like every time they're just like like yeah. that just collective <laughs> sigh of all the TSA. Like they're just like, oh my god, really? Like, why? Why? Why are you doing this to us? They're just like, we're just good people trying to earn a paycheck. Like <laughs> I don't know. It's it's bonkers. It's funny. It's <clears throat> and and the secret shit people bring over the border is mind blowing. Like somebody I couldn't believe it. Like, uh what was it? There's a video of it. It's a two liter pop bottle. And it looks like a legit, like like it looks legit. Well, we got. Mm, yep. Ah, uh, so perfect. So it's a legit pop, two liter pop bottle, and it's like it's full of pop. Like you can see, like when you move it, it like it sloshes and stuff. Yeah. And you take this part and you unscrew it, and this part right here that you can't see the liquid is a compartment that they had big baggies of heroin and cocaine. Yep. And then this is still liquid down here. So it's just like unscrew. And it's just like, that's brilliant. Like you'd never know. Like, like the, if you poured soda out of it, it would pour soda out of the, like out of the thing. Like it's, it just, I'm just mind, my mind is boggled. Until you pour enough to see the bags of cocaine. Well, no, because it's in, it's in like, uh, it's in like a dark brown, like this part here is the same color as a soda. Okay. So like when, even if, because if you were to like put a light or something, it would just look like a dark, like a dark a Pepsi or a Coke or uh, a dark soda color. Yeah. Usually that's mm. the kind of thing you have to scan to, to notice or. Yeah. To do a know, swab. You pick it up and it doesn't feel right, but. It just, it just blows my mind. Like yeah. I'm just like, that's brilliant. Or, or like that lady that, that uh, smuggled, smuggled heroin in her ass implants. <laughs> yeah they were just like they when they were doing the pat down they were just like your ass feels weird <laughs> like yeah. and she was just like oh i i got surgery like i got i got um uh whatever glute whatever enhancement removable whatever, butt flaps basically um and what they did is they packed like the silicone baggies full of heroin and put it in her ass like for her ass cheeks they actually like to to do surgery to try and smuggle drugs. Yeah, some people are serious about it. Yeah, so they had to remove her ass implants, which is like the the craziest thing I've ever heard. It's just I don't know. That's wow, how, how do you see? Do they have a surgeon ass? on site there or what? Well, and and how they figured it out is because like they made her do the X ray, and then they were like, "Why is your your butt?" <laughs> That color. That's His butts aren't that color. Your yeah. butts testing positive for narcotics. They know, they know what silicon looks like. They know what uh, you know Botox looks like. Any, yeah. any any injection stuff. They've they've been trained on that, right? They know what a, a, a fake heart looks like. Right? They're trained on all that shit because it's going to come up, and people are going to be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, it's the screw I've got in my left arm that's setting off the machine." No, the screw's not the problem. Yeah, like no, that's that's not it. Like, I just, I don't know. The, the things people, like, try to get away with just, 
just yeah. I don't boggles know. the mind. Oh, it's ridiculous. Like I don't even know. Like truly, I have no idea why. I guess like well, I guess it's all for. But I mean, I, I mean, machines are pretty solid. Like I'd like to know the percentage of what gets through. I mean, we'll probably that'll probably be a statistic we'll never be privy to. But um, I'd like to know the statistic of like wacky shit that actually makes it mm-hmm. makes it through in comparison to stuff that gets caught. Yep. Yeah. It just uh, to to know like if it's like these crazy things because it's pretty sophisticated. Um, between the scans and you know between TSA just having like the sheer um, uh, what was it experience just seeing all these things all the time. Yep. That you know I'd I'd really truly wonder why or mm. what, but yeah, who knows? Did either of you guys have a thing for tonight? Uh, other than abject rambling, like the usual podcast fair. I mean, I mean, I like abject rambling. I think this is like not, the one week I don't necessarily have a thing. I mean, oh, excuse me. No. Oh, okay. In theory, I had something, but I don't know how much I want to get talking. Like the the whole Overwatch thing with Hong Kong, and just like in general, the whole oh, China the whole, Hong Kong thing, whole Hong Kong oh, Gong yeah. Show just, that's going on. Oh right my. Now. F- God, the Hong Kong show, that whole yeah. thing yeah. is just a train wreck and a half. I it, just, it definitely is. I, I mean, I, I would think like, you know, there's only so much you can really ignore before you're just like, okay, yeah, I actually don't think I will play Blizzard game ever again. This is unfortunately. I think my, I think the frustrating part, um, and kind of the way I look at it, is, in some ways. And I mean, like, some, but like a very small sum, but like, in some ways, I can understand certain situations why Blizzard would want to distance themselves from a comment made in a particularly volatile political climate currently, um, and why they would want to be like, hey, maybe don't use our platform for yes. your personal thing. Yeah. And I can get that. Like that I kind of get. Certainly, However, it, it, they it, it's it's kind of not really like there's there's definitely that like Blizzard, but it just seems like Blizzard has completely like gone off the fucking deep end of the like we're with China. Well, is basically what that statement said. It, I think it wasn't even necessarily that. So, I think the problem is is that in of itself, that kind of idea coming from a big corporation, when somebody uses your platform for like a personal vendetta or like a personal opinion, like well, in they fired such... the commentators who weren't even really involved. Well, but see, and that's that's what I'm saying. So, like, when you look at that, like by itself, you're just like, okay, I get it. You know, they want to distance themselves. It's no different than when, uh, like, honestly, it's no different than when. The girl that got the internship at NASA, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, said, fuck you, I have a job see, at NASA. And that's what I mean. And then, and then NASA was like, "Oh, this is a little like goodbye." Yeah, he this was like, "This is not the behavior we expect." See, and that's so but, I, from that, like from boiling it down, like you I can totally get. It. Yeah, but I like I've got nothing about NASA for doing that. That's not really on. That's somebody displaying them and, and and totally using Blizzard's platform to 
push your own political agenda is gonna it's gonna get you back yeah the, the, there are consequences for that yeah. and that's and that's i, I get but that, the I get that. like the two commentators are gone like they didn't seem to have much of anything to do with it well, and and, and then there's... they completely like stripping him of the prize money was the other real thing that people had an issue with. Yeah, though that's been backed down. Has it? Yeah. Okay. Which is I mean, good. Like I mean, because it's it's only fair. So I mean, I mean, Blizzard didn't really put their best foot forward in this situation. Blizzard is in a tough spot, right? Very tough. <laughs> because unfortunately, China is a major market for them. Yes, it's right? huge. Mm-hmm. So you can't just say fuck China. Right? I mean, because no. that's taking your finances and dumping them in a fire. That's literally like taking like two right? thirds of your thing revenue with with, um, with Apple and how they pulled and put that app back on and pulled it again. Right? They have a their entire manufacturing is in China. China could literally fuck them into the ground if yep. they wanted to. So it's, it the the problem you're stuck in is you have to make enough of an effort to appease the one side. Knowing that it's such a hot topic right now, you're going to get backlash. It's just, Blizzard seems to have done it not just once, but they've gone and done it like three times in a row now. And like, so and, they, they keep doing it is the, the concern that I have. And you know, may, maybe, yeah, you'd like, it's, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of like, I don't like saying that, you know, just because you're going to lose money, like, their business. Bl- Blizzard gonna... doesn't. Blizzard didn't have to. Doesn't have to get political about China, but they're inherently doing it. They do have by to. doing like by making these actions. They, they have to because it's their they, financial base. They can't, they can't not against... do it. So, but in this case, they're kind of either with China or against them. But I think, like because I think they're trying to abstain though, but not in the. I I think the problem is is it's a, it's exactly you know what it is. It's the it's the horrifying battle between moral high ground mm-hmm. and financial and company stability as a whole. Like, like Vox just said, these companies mm-hmm. could actually disappear theoretically by telling somebody that's technically like very much in the wrong. But if they go, you're wrong, that like, that's a, that's a lot of jobs. Like you got to think of, who Blizzard also has to look out for. They have many, many like hardworking, you know, tax-paying citizens that work for Blizzard that would like a job at the end of the day, which is, it's a scary thought for a, for a company that's worked very, very hard to get where they are for a very long time. And then because oh. of one thing are now non-existent, right? And no company is going to act against its financial best interest. It's just, it's not the way business works, at least not in North America. Yeah. I wish some would, because then you like, would get I, I do, I moral mean, progression. Yeah, it's like, I don't really think that, like, how much do we depend on, like, China to a point where no matter what they do, there's nobody does anything about it. Unfortunately, that's like, what happens when you offshore all of you manufacturing to a Like, we're, we're, we're offloading our production to, like, what appears to be a highly unethical country. Yep. Well, but like, it, and I don't know. I just, so this I, is I why see you want to buy local. This is why you want to eat local. Well, and it, it's why I am boycotting blizzard. 
Yeah. Like, and that, I that will is not. Fair. That is yeah. an acceptable response to it, right? Like, and, and Leia, like, it, it really pains me to say it. I love, used to love Blizzard, but I really just can't stand behind that. I, and honestly, like, <clears throat> the frustrating, I guess the frustrating part is, like, it's, it's shitty because it's not, I don't know, like, I, I feel, I feel as though, like, this, like, and and you got to think like this. This was one one comment. It was just so like the power of that one comment, just because of the state of things yep. at the moment, is just you know. But like, arguably, I can say that you know, like, the internet seems to be kind of coming together in a way like Reddit and like in the way where they're like literally the only thing you can really do is kind of abstain you know if you if you don't believe in what they're doing then you know cancel your wow subscription yep. you know delete your account do things well, like that they're like that the was the other thing feel. that was the other thing people had problems with blizzard was disabling the like people's ways to I'm, deactivate their account i'm positive that was a load issue yeah and they just got so hammered they that, that could up. that could have been like and i mean They've canceled a bunch of release parties. Um, I'm going to say BlizzCon this year is going to be very interesting. Sparse. I, I would say, I'd say they should probably just postpone BlizzCon because I feel as though it's going to be a. There uh, will be riots. I feel like it would actually like it would be. I I feel as though it would actually be terrifying to go to BlizzCon yep. just due to the like, fact that people are gonna. Fucking well, and, put on their guy it, fox masks and it's and it's because it's like, not just Blizzard either. Like this is happening all over. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's happening all over the place. And, like it's it's going to be very fresh in people's minds for BlizzCon. Yeah, like that's not right. that far away. Give it six months, and most people aren't going to remember unless it's still ongoing. Which don't it worry, Blizz- still be ongoing. Yeah. There's a possibility. Um, is but it- like people, people's memories are short. The, yeah, especially nowadays, like th- there'll be people be still buy EA this. products. Like, yeah, I they just don't, don't give why. a shit. I can't figure that one out. I I can't imagine why people are still buying that shit. Truth be told, I think the it it, it just people will eventually just succumb to the fact where they're like, you know, I well I tried to do a thing, but you know you can't fight City Hall, so that just. You know what I mean? Like yep. they just go right back to, you know, the way the way it was. Um, I encourage people not to do that. Well, and you know what? And to remember the shitty things these companies are doing. Yeah, you, you know what? Though, Otherwise, like, we're just running around in circles. It's just like it's funny because I had a I had a long conversation with a customer about classic WoW and about really wanting to get getting back into WoW and play and you know how much I enjoyed it and stuff and I'll be like. I'll be like, I'm gonna do it, and then the next day it was like, "Hey, hmm. look at all this! Look at this shitty thing Blizzard just you did." Just, you see Blizzard and then it was light like, on fire, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, maybe, maybe I'll hold off." Yeah, and I was like, yeah. "Maybe I'll look into this a little more," and I was like, "Oh," and I just I think the problem is is exactly like Vox said, it's not they did a thing that could kind of be arguable to be like, okay, they had to do it for you know, pretty fairly concrete reasons. It was and a shitty move. Let, it, it, it regardless sucks, but... of the way you put it, it's a, it's a shitty move. But mm-hmm. then they just like kept like, we should probably do this too. And then you're like, 
but see this stuff you're you're not having to do anymore and they kind of like sort of kept like petering out in the way where you're like okay i mean people like, don't seem to realize they're forcing their hand as well that's right? another thing if you go out of your way now to force those opinions through the blizzard platform they're just going to get rid of you yeah right it, they've made it clear uh, that's their stance at, at, at the same time like i feel like you know if you go onto a stage like blizzard you know after winning your hearthstone tournament making that kind of statement you also understand you're putting yourself on the line. That's yes. that's a hundred percent, and you have to realize that if you're going to like, use, I'm sure he expected a large amount of backlash to that to that degree, but decided yep. it was worth it because probably, yep. Truth truth be told, like any, like, and any, honestly, I know whose side I'm on. But any giant company like that, um, realistically, is in no position to really take sides. Like honestly, I think they would have just if it never would have happened. They just never would have, like, they never like, would have said anything. I think they would just rather be, like, anonymous they, they would have, in They would have opinion. rather been neutral, but... Yeah. They need by, neutrality. Like. By doing that in the first place, they've been forced to have a decision. And I, it just... I feel like a, they, they really just showed a lot of people, like, where they're going to decide, you know, if it comes down to making a decision. Well, there's also the argument that a lot of people posed, which actually I would have been very curious about. So if they hadn't had done what they had done, and and um, I guess they've gone back back on it now, but originally when they took away his winnings, uh, they banned him for a year um, and uh, and did that. If uh, there There's speculation that people think that honestly it might not be as big of a shit storm if that they have just released like a keynote or something saying like they're saying like you know we have we have discussed things with this certain player um these are not obviously the views you know reflected by blizzard entertainment it just kind of yeah, came well, out and we're like hey this you know that you know that particular well, player like we understand where they're coming from and they're just trying to show support but this is no not the time or the place or the platform well, to do so and it needed to be done on a personal account or in a personal platform maybe during, through their social media instead of through us because I, it's not fair to bring us into that kind of well i'm i'm wondering cuz i think there was cuz like it, it's it's not unheard of for china to retaliate in those kind of situations right so the i think the speculation was that blizzard was really trying to like you know, smooth cut things th over. cut this off before yeah. it, anything yeah, happened. Yeah, like Lance the Ward kind of doing thing, so. Yeah. They kind of made a grave miscalculation yeah. by going like, "We don't want retaliation from China." But it's Van a, Hammer. But then they, but then they got retaliation from all from their fans, North America. So right? Really, they're like, "Oh like, shit, people actually care about stuff," and now it, they're backpedaling. It's, when, it's too late for that. For now. them, it's literally a lose lose situation. It a hundred percent was. Um, like, yeah. Right and. I mean, keep watching it. We'll see where it goes, right? They, I, I haven't read their response yet because I know they put out a letter, uh, a, a response letter to the situation. Um, well, it just, I think, I think the point is though too is like the, what is it? The one, uh, what was it, the one coach referee? Uh, even put out, he even put out kind of a tweet defending Blizzard, and mm. Blizzard asked him to take it down as well. So he had posted he had posted a tweet about how he was like, although it's an unfortunate situation that like, you know, this such a great player and everything, um, 
had to, you know, had to be banned and had to be kind of like, not really, he didn't use the term like made an example of, but like he just, it was unfortunate the events that basically happened to such and such player, but also it wasn't fair to Blizzard to to do what he did to put them in the position he did at the same time. So he like, he really saw it from both sides. Like he really wasn't, but then they like Blizzard was like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta remove that. At this point, Blizzard's next best step is to just do nothing. Hope, hopefully it fades into obscurity. Like, yeah, (laughs) just stop full stop. Don't, don't, you know, cancel your tournaments and just don't do anything for a while. Let it boil over. Yeah. Right. Let, this situation solve itself unfortunately it's going to be a shit show well it's like let you know let people cancel let people yep. figure it out and let the thing people... is like people are going to cancel they're going to delete their accounts five years from now they're going to release diablo 5 and a bunch of them are going to come back it's That's... the nature of north american uh user base right ea thrives on that whole peak and drop attitude a hundred percent. It just, I don't know. I think like, it, although like, although that was pretty shitty, I am also not of the mindset of basically holding somebody accountable for their entire, their, the entirety of their life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, I mean, like there's potential for Blizzard to redeem themselves I'm from just, this. I'm just saying like, it's so... I'll I'll throw this in there like one of the one of the most irritating parts of I find of politics is things like I want to win a thing so I am going to make my opponent look like the biggest piece of shit mm-hmm. I possibly can rather than just highlighting my positive qualities yep. and what I can do I need to drag the other person down and nothing irritates me more than digging up old shit mm-hmm. that's not fucking relevant such as a certain prime minister oh my god it's so funny <laughs> and, and it's actually like and i'm like people are just like look at this piece of shit and i'm just like the theme of the party was literally Arabian Nights. Um, he was, well, like actually with people of that culture that didn't care. And uh, I honestly, I was more upset. Is also that it was a long? terrible costume. Is, this like, was, it was a bad costume. I, I was just like, I was like, you don't need to use shoe polish. Like he went like. Well, like way this, too dark. This was how long ago? Even like and five that, years. And that's five years. Five years ago. See, and that's mm. and that's what I mean. Right, he this, was a drama teacher at the time. See, oh, okay. And it's hmm. but that was five years. Might have been longer than that. Don't quote me on that. I am not a source of authority in this matter. But that's not relevant to what like what good he can bring to the table. Or you know what? Yeah, like, Did he do it while he was in office? No, fucking irrelevant. And that that that's... that was my point, right? I. I think it's funny. I think, you know, it's the modern era. You probably know that you shouldn't do stuff like that. Yeah, like, it's, it's ob- Like, I don't want to use this as an excuse, but we're ignorant fucking white people. And we're kind of catching up with the world at the moment. Truth. So it's like, let stupid shit we've done in the past go but, as long as we've learned from it today. But I, but I think white people are more legitimately upset about it 
than anyone else. Like, I don't think, I truly don't, I truly don't think, like, it's like fucking anything. When someone's not involved in a group that gets, that gets slighted, they're just like fucking all up in arms. But the actual, like, cultural group it's a part of doesn't give a fuck. Um, it's kind of annoying when groups that have nothing to do with it and I mean, there was a lot of outrage from from that culture, and 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 I don't, um, and I imagine you know, I, like I, I, there's a few people at work who had some particularly strong opinions about it. It was pretty funny, but that, like, I agree. My my problem with politics right now is it's like not this, about a meaningful platform. It is a popularity contest. It's a hundred percent what it is, and it's so frustrating. And that's why every campaign is a mudslinging match. Why, you know, campaign promises are made to different people with different statements. And I just, I just hate it because I'm just like, can we not just for one minute, just be like, Hey, I can do this. These are the things I can do, you know, but my opponent will just do other things because they, they have a different opinion in a different way and they do different shit. Yeah. This happened 18 years ago. Yeah, right. So it's let the it, fucking past. That's let what it I mean. fucking die, and, okay? And you know what it A was? A lot of shit's changed in the last 20 fucking years. Well, and let's put it this way. Like, if you if you get, like, I, 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 was, I, was, talking to, I was talking to another person about this. I was like, if 15 years ago you got drunk and you had a fist fight with somebody and just because you're campaigning, they brought it up. It's just like, who wasn't an idiot adolescent? Like, who wasn't yeah. like, who wasn't like a moronic drunk 18 year old? You know what I mean? Like, like get off your high like, horse. Like you've never done anything wrong in your life. That's what frustrates me. It's just like, oh, when they were 15 years old, they stole a candy bar. Don't like, vote if, for them because they're clearly a piece of trash. You know, if, like, if you're the guy... That's like, hey, remember that thing you did 20 years ago? <laughs> just, just answer, You're a fucking no. douche, okay? Like, get over it. Yep, it happened. We're sorry. That's like modern politics, unfortunately. And yeah. it's so lame. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just, just the lamest thing. Because it's just like, who the fuck do I vote for now? Like, oh, yeah, tell me about it. That's what I mean. It's like, it's like, who the fuck do I vote for? Because you're all just like, when, when the debate was on, I was, uh, uh, what was it? I was uh, in a customer's home and it came on and it was literally clucking chickens at 120% volume. Everyone was talking at the same time. Everyone was screaming. And I was like, I can't fucking watch this. I was like, I can't. I can't do it. I'm just going to turn the TV. And I did. I was just like, nope. And I just changed the channel because I'm like, it was like five minutes of that. And I'm trying to explain some things. And I was like, they're fucking still going. No, I I was like, they're still going. And I was like, Nobody, and then they did, apparently they had a weird format this year too, where they're like, when someone's time was up, they just cut mics. They just like, nope, and just like turned off their mic. Lol. And I was just mm. like, and they were like yeah. in the middle of like legitimately answering a question or something. But like, I get it. If somebody's just shouting like constantly, they cut their mic. Fuck that guy. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But just like, you yeah, really sh- I guess the so, format was real weird too. You know, they should just do like a Hollywood Squares format. Except that, <laughs> I like that each each box is a soundproof booth, and you are only allowed to talk when your mic is on. I mean, your box lights up. You've got a big green like light in front of your microphone, and you're allowed to talk. When your time is up, you get shut down. Next person, next question. I I just feel like 
I can't stand, I can't stand <clears throat> the, the current social climate where if you don't, and you know what, maybe it's always that been that way and I just haven't noticed it, but nothing fucking grinds my gears more. And I realize the irony of this situation because it is in fact an opinion as well. But one thing, one thing I'm getting pretty upset about is the fact that someone can't have an op- an opposing opinion without them without being the worst person alive. And I just like, I just, I just, I hate. I really, really hate the fact that a discussion like, is one thing, and differences of opinion will happen like, forever for mm-hmm. the rest all, of time. All this shit on Twitter, where people are like, if you have X opinion. Don't even bother talking to me. Like you're like, oh, I'm sorry. You're the fucking like, you know. You decide what's a good, morally good decision or not. Like, fuck I, off. Well, I was like a hair close to deleting every piece of social media I have because in every feed, every single day, all I'm seeing is people I know and people I know of that know of people that I know or people they know. Just being like, ah, you're this Hitler. And it just, and then just boxes of text and boxes of text with things that have like, so somebody's like, ah, I just had my, I just had a baby. And one person's like, congratulations. And one person's like, I'm a conservative. 4,000 comments. Like, <laughs> and, just, and they're all negative. And I'm just like, can we not? Like and it's and all of what it is is and somebody's like, like, oh, you like babies, do you? Do you know that babies are the number one cause of people like Hitler? I just, it, it just honestly, it, it's so frustrating because somebody would be like fairly proud and be like, ah, oh, you know, I sure hope like and like they're very innocent about it and they'll be like, oh, you know, it'd be I, really I, cool if my like, you know, I voted, I like may I took the time, blah blah blah, you know, and sure. You, it should generally be a secret ballot. You probably shouldn't broadcast it because you're going to get backlash. But I, I just I'm so upset that somebody would like go to the time to be like, hey, I voted. And then somebody would casually be like, who you voted for? And they'd be like this. And they're like, well, you're clearly a Nazi and a piece of shit. So, uh, yeah, I, I hope you vote for the, you know, thing that is supposed to be like the one thing that's private. And then, by the way, when you tell me. I'm gonna judge and ridicule you. Ridicule you for yeah. it. I'm just like, but it, but it and and they're just brutal. Like nobody, nobody is is just ba- like nobody's arguing a point. People people are just yelling their opinion at you. Yep. It's not even it's not discussion. It's literally just here's why you're wrong. Here's why you're an idiot. Not even like. These are the points I bring to the table. It's just like you're a fucking moron and these are the reasons why. And but like and that's what's frustrating. Like I honestly, I'm just like I fucking politics this year have been such a fucking mess and I just it's so upsetting because you know what? I have very much made the effort about doing my research Mm-hmm. And getting more involved in voting when was one thing before where I used to really fucking upset me because politics in general would would upset me I've, a I've, lot. I've and, had to work through like, yeah, not getting upset at the news just so that I can have an opinion about politics. But, the, but that's what I mean. So it's just like I can understand why people would like other parties other than the one I like. Yep. But I'm not going to go and tell them that they're 
you know, like your IQ is literally lower for liking this. Like that's not it, that's it's not fair. Not constructive, either, and it's not right? constructive exactly. And it's just nobody, bullshit. Nobody learns. Everybody gets angry at each other. Like it's just people slinging accusations left and right. And yep. that's and that's what I mean. Like and, and arguably, like and again, I get the irony of the situation that it, that is in fact an opinion I have, and that I'm <laughs> upset that yeah. making people feel bad for having the wrong opinion. And I get that. However, I think the point is, though, is that the only reason I'm mad is because, you know, what the fuck happened? Like, hold fucking hands and kumbaya and have a difference of opinion. We we don't have the same opinion on this podcast. Like, you know, it's like in, say, take Blizzard, for example. It's your choice whether or not you want to actually do something about it, whether or not that issue is important to you. But it doesn't make you a retard just for changing like having a difference of opinion no yep. and being exactly. pa- and being passionate is okay there's there's nothing wrong with being passionate but i think i think being passionate and like basically basically like devaluing somebody for a personal opinion that's actually not hurting anybody is a little bit you know if you were just like man i sure do like to poison the town's water supply okay that's not a great opinion and there'll probably be a lot of people that'll be against you, and you're actively trying to hurt people. But when you just go, "Hey, you know what? Maybe I'd like the Green Party to win one," then and people just like fucking surround you and beat you in a corner of an alley for liking the Green Party, the, like you know. The other part of it too is actions speak a lot louder than words. True, and there's a lot of words that fly around during an election or during political discussion. Yeah. That just doesn't go anywhere because there's no actual. There's a lot of words going up. on, not a lot of doing going on. Yeah, and that's and you know what, hundred percent too, because I bet you a lot of those people that are like flame warring each other on fucking, you know, on politics about how they, I who knows if they'd even go out and vote for the party that they're so goddamn passionate about. Yeah, yep. a lot of them are just armchair politicians, and I just oh I hate it, and that's a beautiful. That's a that's a beautiful um descriptor honestly like it yeah. just like who it, who fucking needs social media anyway and honestly like I just I don't even get into it honestly people no, will go put it over there and with the rest of the fire when when I'm in person people will try and get into it and be like be like what do you think of this piece of shit and I'll be like I don't know and then just yeah. continue on Yep. Actually, was it in, <laughs> in in playing Persona Five? I actually really like. For those who actually know, I really like Boss's stance on fucking everything. <laughs> hey, Boss, what do you think about you know this politician on TV? Huh? Wasn't listening. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've been going for a bit here. We should probably throw Car's thing on. Sorry, I did then, have a thing I was going to say. I think we should. Uh, wrap up some email and maybe call it a night. Sure. Mm-hmm. I will go queue up Car's thing. Done. I'll be back. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Car, and my God, is it good to be back. Uh, I apologize for being so silent lately, but I have had probably the most persistent cough of my life that just made verbally recording these a little bit of a pain in the ass. Uh, and honestly, it's been a hell of a disappointment, too, because, of course, this has been right during election season. Again, this is the political equivalent of the Super Bowl, or at least, well, the Grey Cup, since it's Canada. But anyway, we've had a very exciting sort of string of news sort of all over the place in the uh, the last couple of weeks here. So I'm going to very gently, I guess, recap and then sort of go at the, where are we now? 
So first off, again, for those who have somehow missed it that are our Canadian listeners is, of course, our election is coming up this Monday. So Monday, the uh, 21st of October. Advanced polls have already closed. So if you have, or at least as of my recording this, uh, so if you have missed those, uh, definitely go ahead and uh, make sure that you do make those plans to vote. As a small reminder, uh, by the Elections Act of Canada, your employer must give you three consecutive hours during polls in wherever you happen to live to be able to go and vote. So if you happen to be working that day and you do not have three hours uh, during the time that polls are open, by law, your employer must give you those. And by law, they cannot penalize you. They cannot dock pay, etc. So uh, absolutely make sure that you are able to exercise that right to vote and check your polling, of course, in your area. Uh, as I mentioned before, elections.ca is your absolutely fantastic nonpartisan resource for all of that. Now that that is out of the way, and I absolutely can make sure that everybody is able to, again, exercise their rights. This has been a bit of an interesting campaign. Uh, now, it started off, of course, with the uh, really early on, we talked about things like, you know, Trudeau blackface and uh, sort of the usual opening volleys being thrown around things like, again, what I've talked about on the show at length with like, say, the SNC Lavalin uh, thing, uh, looking at all of the different social stances that the conservatives are taking or the NDP, then we've got the People's Party of Canada that have definitely not done what they were hoping to do or what honestly to be to be honest what i was hoping they would do and peel far-right votes away from the conservatives um but really where we're at and this is so again i'm recording this on the 17th of october so this is the the thursday morning and so we've got this final weekend of the election that we're going into at this point most of the polls are showing that there is probably not going to be a majority government now, of course, part of the problem with polls, and especially compounded by a first-past-the-post system, is depending on your specific concentration of where your votes are, how honest people are being when they're answering the polls, etc., right, your usual margins of error, which I think have gotten even wider in the last few years because people just realize they don't need to be honest with these things. But where we're sitting right now is that the conservatives have a little bit of a lead in the polls going into this final weekend. Uh, about 32% of uh, poll folks have been saying, again, this is an amalgamation of a whole, but this is an aggregation of, of all the polling data across Canada here. The Conservatives are sitting at about 32% as of this morning, with the Liberals at 30 and then the NDP at a really solid third place at about 18%. Now, the problem, though, is that because of where those concentrations are, so I mean, again, again, you have a massive, massive concentration of Conservative voters in, say, Alberta, for instance. So it's pretty much a sure thing that most of those seats are going to go to the Conservatives. But if you have a massive percentage of those voters, again, that are all in the same ridings, though, then that doesn't necessarily translate into the same number of seats, because right now, the average seat projections are the Liberals are going to win a very slight minority, uh, and then the Conservatives would be just behind. However, the spread right now on seats is nuts. So while the average is looking at about 131 seats for the Liberals, uh, again, out of uh, about 338 for the House of Commons this time around, the high balls are up to 185 seats for the Liberals and as low as 89 for, uh, for the Liberals. And then for the Conservatives, it's as high as 172, which is just over majority territory, or as low as 84 seats. 
So right now the spread and the the projections is massive. Now also much to my disappointment is right now the block has been doing very very well this time around. Uh that would be the sorry the Bloc Québécois, basically our Quebec separatist party for those of you who aren't in uh in Canada. And while right now they have like two or three seats in the House of Commons, they're looking to get between 22 and 49 looking at the polls, which again is stripping a massive number of seats away from the other parties. And one of the reasons that we're probably looking at minority government territory. So what's the chances of the, you know, or what does this minority government mean? Well, again, in our wonderful parliamentary system, of course, is typically the party that holds the most seats is usually the one that's asked to form government. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I would be completely, utterly, and totally okay with nothing but minority governments for the rest of my life in this country. And the reason for that is, is as we have seen in the last four years, and as we saw with the previous 10 with Stephen Harper, is it is really, really easy for effectively a majority government to become a dictatorship. And of course, you know, in the United States, you guys were were wrestling with this a little bit when you had, of course, a Democratic president and then a Republican uh, Congress, uh, Republican Senate, etc. It is a kind of just stopped everything. Well, it's the opposite effect in Canada when you have, I mean, hell, the fact that Trump couldn't pass as much as he wanted to with the fact that he had full control over everything is still mind-boggling. But uh, in Canada, I mean, when you've got a majority government, and again, as long as your government is even, or your party whip is competent enough to get your majority number voting with the rest of the party, you can put through basically anything you want. It is effectively a dictatorship for four years or five years, depending. And so I would love it if we had minority governments and people just learned to start actually being able to debate and compromise and craft legislation that, you know, would be able to match a larger subset of what the country wants. Uh, you know, almost like this weird thing uh, where government would be conducted by and large by the people or at least representatives of the people. Uh, there could be a word for this. I don't know. Uh, I mean, my Greek's a little rusty, but demos or the people, crassy. I don't know. We could call it a, a, a constitutional monarchy, maybe a democracy. I'll work on it. But my point is, though, is that right now with... All of this talk about minorities, the problem is that all the parties are now having is they're being asked very serious questions about, well, if it's a minority government, who would you work with? Who would you not work with, etc.? Um, now, at first, uh, Jasmeet Singh, uh, or sorry, Jagmeet Singh, the leader of the NDP, was asked that question, and he'd said straight up, we will not work with the conservatives. Now, that makes sense. They're on essentially opposite opposite sides of the political spectrum. And I don't think I've heard the NDP or, or, or Singh agree with a single thing that has come out of Shear's mouth this entire campaign. And he's definitely, like, he has outright said that he doesn't believe that Bernier should even be allowed a political platform at all with some of the things that Bernier has said. Uh, now, of course, the problem is that the liberals are running into is that they're bleeding off a lot of their votes, especially the folks that uh, don't believe that the liberals have gone far enough with things like climate or, again, in my case, people that are pissed off about, say, electoral reform that could have solved this whole block suddenly forming a ton of power again problem is 
again, is right because the frustrating thing too, right, is in those polls, and this is again the the whole first past the post thing. In the polls, the bloc is only pulling about six and a half percent nationally of popular support, and the Greens are pulling about eight and a half. But again, because of first past the post, the bloc are looking to gain again between those twenty two and forty nine seats. The Greens are looking between one and seven, and, and that's a that's a hopeful seven, definitely. But the party has, again, almost double again the support of the bloc, or half again the, the support of the bloc. And so it's just like, Ugh! Anyway. So with all this the support, the conservatives are sort of uh, bleeding a little bit of support off the liberals on the uh, the red Tory side, right? So the, the voters that are usually going to go between liberals or conservative based on specific things, right? And then the liberals are starting to lose support on the left to either the uh, the Greens, but largely the NDP, and a lot of their support has been bleeding off to the Bloc again because the Bloc. I remember when I was a kid, the Bloc was like super right wing, and so it was always the Conservatives losing votes to the Bloc. But this time around, the Bloc seems to be, you know, with your heavy dose of basically Quebecois racism. There are a lot of their other parties and their policies are are fairly left in terms of uh, economy, in terms of. Uh, energy and environmentalism and, and things like that is they're they're very much on the left. And so again, the liberals are losing their support in Quebec to the bloc, which again is frustrating. But basically, again, it has gone back to leading to this whole discussion of, well, who are you going to work with? If there's going to be, are we going to see a coalition? Either way, again, is we're most likely looking at either a liberal or a conservative minority. Now, if it's a conservative minority, there is a very good chance that the, the liberals and the NDP may end up forcing through a vote of non-confidence sooner rather than later if they don't just outright work together and then form a coalition and then ask the governor general, look, you know, Trudeau goes up and says, hey, I have the support of the House of Commons. Again, this is the way that this system is supposed to work because I have the support of the NDP and the Green. Of course, that support would always come with conditions. I'm sure that both the Greens and NDP, if they were working with the Liberals, would be forcing uh, a lot more of a heavy-handed approach when it came to, say, environmental issues, for instance. Uh, or with the NDP, one of their huge ones they've been campaigning on this year is the universal pharmacare. So while absolutely we have our amazing health care in Canada, a lot of drugs and everything are still you have to pay for with either your, your insurance with your company or uh, out of pocket. Now, if the conservatives end up with a powerful enough minority, right, so one that they only need a little bit of support, depending on who gets the rest of the seats is going to be really interesting because, again, the NDP have already said that they would not work with a conservative government in, in terms of a coalition sense. The bloc, uh, I mean, the thing that frustrates me that is then is you now have the bloc holding the government hostage, which means that you're probably going to get all sorts of weird pro-Quebec things that start showing up or the bloc are going to say, well, then I'm going to back a voter on confidence for you. So it'll be really interesting to see. And it's, it's very much, the, to be honest, the stability of the Canadian government over the next couple of years is very much going to depend on who gets the minority government on Monday and how powerful is it? Like how close to majority is it? How much support do they need to buy from the other parties? Uh, but again, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, because, again, we've got the election coming up in just a few days. So, again, for all of our Canadian listeners, that is on Monday. 
the 21st of October. So hopefully this you hear this before that happens. Uh, and then, of course, once that's all done and we've got our government up here, then I get to turn my focus back to the uh, slowly evolving primaries uh, down in the United States. So this should be interesting. But again, thank you very much for listening. Of course, as always, my name is Carr. Enjoy the rest of Unfurled. All right. We're back. So, yes, as we had briefly touched on, election is coming up, and there's a lot going on. To go go vote or some shit if you're not completely, like, overwhelmed and crushed by expectation versus reality. Yep. I think I think the main thing is is just just support values that are important to yourself but don't but don't like don't let the rabble push you away from what you you really want. Don't don't forcefully what? dis disenfranchise other people's opinions either because yeah. everybody matters and that is literally the point. That is like the point they've tried to drive home for especially you know, election time and voting, that every vote matters. That means even the ones that you don't agree with. Like, and I know there are sites out there that kind of, like, lay out what each of the parties kind of are, fight like, campaigning for. Yeah. So, you know, even if you're not really interested in, like, getting down and dirty into politics, like, you can at least do a cursory glance and vote. With some intention. Yeah, make sure you educate yourself before you vote. Yeah, don't don't, don't just, just be a mouthpiece for someone else. Yeah, and don't throw away your vote. I mean, if you, you know, do your research, figure out, you know, what matters to you, and then vote yep. accordingly. Exactly. All right. So we do have two emails, two. one from September 15th. And one from September 19th. Oh, my Lord. Uh, now, uh, oh, someone pushed... Oh, I pushed a button. Um, so what could what happened here is it turns out our spam filter didn't like a whole bunch of emails we were getting and ate them. Oh. And then we also didn't stream for a while. Yeah, then Tao went to Japan, so this is basically all his fault. But uh, there's two here, so I, I can read the first one here. Okay. Um, this one is titled to the all-knowing cast and ranting Tal. Hello, uh, uh, hello, all-knowing audio vibrations of the interwebs. That is a apt, uh, apt description of what we do. It really is. Uh, yes, especially the all-knowing part. Um, having heard so many good arguments, discussions, and the general bullshit, I have a question. That wasn't a question. Uh, Several years ago, I purchased some shares in a rather well-known aviation company here in Europe. After seeing many percent plus and many months of joy, something started to happen. And now it's happening more often. The shares are going from the joy of many plus signs to the negative percentages. So my question uh, to the all-knowing Canadian audio vibrations is as follows. Tal, what did you do? Um, I would just like to comment that as far as uh, I know, Tal doesn't have the power to affect European stock, but you never know. But he also probably pushed something into production that caused that. (laughs) Also, I'm sorry for having suddenly dropped off with uh, my Norwegian lessons to you guys, if you can remember. 
I, um, I loved those Norwegian lessons. They, they were amazing. And I apologize it's taking us so long to get this email on air, but uh, we definitely missed them because it's, it's not an easy language to try to speak. Um, if you would like to start up again, I will be happy to send you some words and audio like before. Uh, but if you do, tell me a few words or a sentence you would like to try, and I'll get back to you soon. Uh, kind regards from soon-to-be-frozen Norway. Loke. Um, yeah, it's going to be soon to be fucking frozen here. We've already gone for round one and two of, of early freezing. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> um, do you guys have any, any sentences or phrases you would like to have uh, translated into Norwegian? Uh, I, like, I, I don't know. I'd like to think that we should... Uh, I, I want to wait till Tal gets back and then we can all kind of pick one. I would like I would like either Tal what did you do or Tal you're a fucking hazard. <laughs> Tal you're a fucking uh, hazard. Tal you're a fucking hazard would be a good one. I also think that since, you know, in the spirit of learning Norwegian, should we ever need to know like the slightest bit of Norwegian, I would like to know how to ask for the nearest McDonald's. Yeah, you gotta have the important questions. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I mean, I don't want to. I'll starve to death if I don't know Nor Norwegian in Norwegia. Norwegia. Yeah, Norwegia. 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 Oh, you could always just tell me how to say "bow to your sexy goat king" uh, in Norwegian. I, I <laughs> there think, we go. I think this this next email is is Adams. I could read it. I, I think you. <laughs> I think <laughs> we owe it to her. This is very true. Um. All right. Our next email is from our uh, beautiful Coyote Sky. Uh, and Coyote Sky writes, Aloha, fierce and fiery birthday bovine, majestic flappity flap kitty cat bird, adorable elongated fuzzy squeaker toy, and sexy horned god eater of all things. Especially I, subs. I said a bias. And pizzas. <laughs> There's a war joke in there somewhere. Um, and coy yeah, and no, coyotes. <laughs> literally our chat, like, 24-7. Basically. Um, Tis I, the great and glorious Coyote Sky, coming in hot, um, which it, that happens often, uh, with the show's most cheesy cast nicknames. I am here to let you know that I have not forsaken you, never shall I, for you will always be in my heart, my strange furry internet radio friends. <laughs> Aw. It's adorable. Yay. Um, I've been very busy with my baby, which is understandable. Yep, that happens. Who turns one tomorrow? Which Congratulations. I remember in the chat. <laughs> Congratulations and happy birthday. Uh, your show comes on much later in this time zone, so I haven't been able to tune in like old times. I was inspired to write you, and I hope to please your listening listeners' ears with a fun email. He goes, some, here goes some random questions. Would you rather be in a real-life version of The Walking Dead or Game of Thrones, and why? Oh, God. Um... I would almost have to say, I don't know, they'd both be pretty, like, Walking Dead would be beneficial in a survival, it would be the most, it would be the most relevant to our current time period in the way that you would learn some pretty, pretty wicked things. But However, do you want to be running from zombies? See, but, but then Game of Thrones throws that curveball of, you know, mythical creatures are actually real as well as magic and then you're just like oh yeah easy like I, I think for me i would pick game of thrones because there is still the chance that i could just be a content uh, peasant living on my land yeah. and not getting murdered by one of nine different possible De reasons definitely game of thrones like i think purely just because one like 
Game of Thrones, even if winter is coming, it's not a zombie apocalypse. So well, it still exists. More. It still exists as a world. TV. Yeah, there's there's magic, and I have a chance not to be somebody running from zombies my whole life. Uh, <laughs> they both have a, I mean, zombie esque caveat. At least <laughs> there's like I. I I guess because I, I don't really know Game of Thrones all that well. I know that you have the White Walkers, which I assume are basically zombies. They they just are straight up. Zombies. I assume they're also fairly murderable. Um, they're actually really fucking hard to kill. Oh, um, are they easy to fend off? No, no, that's literally the whole last like season. And then a little girl kills one, but <laughs> she she was a dragon, right? They, no. No. Uh, <laughs> you uh, clearly okay. need to go back and rewatch. I still, <laughs> I still have your season one box set unopened. <laughs> let's, sorry. Let's just put it this way. So at least the zombies in White Walkers are. I feel like at least in Game of Thrones, you're not particularly brutal to kill. Whereas the zombies from The Walking Dead are like at least they're shambling zombies. But right? in The Walking Dead, everybody's just shitty and paranoid. I mean, that's kind of how it gets in Game of Thrones, too. It's sort of like survival of the me, and that's about it. I mean, I guess my answer in that case is either. I'm just going to fucking kill myself. (laughs) Wow. I mean, but see, but in Game of Thrones, like in Walking Dead, it's basically the entire everywhere. But as Vox mentioned, Game of Thrones, and truth be told, like I said, you could be... I don't know. You could be a fucking sweet sorcerer in Game of Thrones. Like, you, like I think, I mean, I think like you have like statistically cool... a better chance at life in Game of Thrones. Yeah, like way, like way better. Yeah. It might be shorter than you might like. You know, you might live till forty, but that's okay. But at because... least you get to live like regular Game of Thrones life. Yeah, that's that's kind of it. So. And not like shitty paranoid humans that like to, I don't know, hold court sessions about. Killing people. I don't know. I haven't watched Wait, Walking sorry. Dead. Are we talking about Walking Dead or Game of Thrones? I was going to say. We've slipped. Yeah, you, you've, they, you've just mentioned two of like the series I'm most ignorant on. Far too similar to me. I was just about to say, like, reading this, like, thank you so much for this question because it's actually made me truly boil them both down to a very similar scenario. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah, that's that's but I think unanimously and I'm pretty sure Tal would probably go with Game of Thrones to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe just Walking Dead to be the odd man out, I don't know, but probably Game of Thrones. Um the next question is name a person whose life you admire or are inspired by currently and why can be anyone famous or friend, etc. Hmm. Not something I think about all that often. Yeah, yeah, like a person I admire. Like who do you admire? And like unfortunately there are people I used to admire who I'm not allowed to admire anymore. I mean, cuz you know, almost everybody's turning into like a rotten pile of shit these days. <laughs> ah, the psycho douche syndrome. Um it's hard because I don't place a much value on other people. No, um, like I I really these days. Yeah. I'm really just motivated by myself because, yeah. I, it sounds like such a cop-out, but I, like, I just don't pay close enough attention to 
to uh, the people around me, to celebrity, to to stuff like that, that I'm not looking for inspiration or guidance and like in I, others at this point. I can, you know what? So um, I can say, honestly, so I, I can't necessarily say a person, but how about a group of people? Um, and it's going to seem, it's going to seem weird, but like, honestly, I admire one of the, it's, it's hard to narrow it down to like a single group or a single person, but I can honestly say for these reasons, um, I honestly admire, um, every member of the band choir. Hmm. Yeah. And um. I admire them because, um, I have seen, I have seen three I've seen three totally different versions of the band Guar. I saw them. I saw them as a whole. I saw them the day. And I mean the day they found out that morning that their bassist died, Oof. which had been their best friend for their entire life Oof. because they all met at art school. And that is exactly why they dress the way they do. They all made all their own appliances, their own costumes, their own things. And that morning, they found him dead in his hotel room, and they still played the show, and it was like nothing was even wrong. Holy wow. crap. So, that, like... That takes takes some effort, yep. And I saw them still did an amazing job after their lead singer died from substance abuse. Mm. They also got a new lead singer who started abusing alcohol was warned that they said, hey, we just lost two band members to substance abuse, and I don't care if you're in a metal band. You're going to cut down on the excess because that's not something we want to deal with again. Like, these were our friends. These mm-hmm. weren't just, like, these weren't just, like, just fucking people. And she didn't, so they kicked her out of the band. Just for the sheer fact that they're, like, you know what? We'll figure it out. Like yep. we would rather be, we would rather be out of a lead singer because like it's such a slap in the face to the memory of somebody that they. Yeah. Yeah, know. absolutely. And they're still going. And actually the, um, uh, what was it? The, the new lead singer Blothar actually just did a Ted talk hmm. about the history of where they're all from and the history of the town has like a very dark, like awful past of the town they all grew up in. And um, he told like a very good story and he told actually how like basically like one of the most positive things, like it, it was it was kind of like a funny pat on the back, but like how the most, like one of the best, most positive things that came out of that place was the band Guar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that how that place can now be known for something positive rather than, this horrible negative thing that happened there yeah a long ago so i admire them for the fact that they've you know they regardless they understand where their fame came from they understand who they appreciate uh especially being you know world renowned recording artists and the fact that you know they've always tried to do everything in their power to to make sure that their fans are taken care of and know that they're appreciated and are entertained. Uh, it's also like the only metal band that I can say in existence 
has what is it? Uh, it's either ten or twelve full-length feature movies. Hmm. Oh wow! So you know what? I admire them because yeah, no, the, I, um, I can see the admiration there. The power of friendship and just they—they've always stuck together and they've never let you know it. They haven't let you know. I'm sure they've had issues and whatever because every band does. But I don't know. I just. Uh, just to put to still put on a show, especially after like your best friend died. Yeah, that's that that takes some some. That's that's insane. Yeah, like, that's yeah. actually some conviction. Like, and and I mean, you see, you hear artists uh, every like all the time now being like, ah, you know, broke a toe, canceled the entire tour. Yeah, and I'm just like, I mean, I get it, but at the same time, so yeah. Anyway, sorry, that was my rant. There, there is um somebody like one person I. Do you want to mention because recently with everybody like completely trying to shut her down and like tell her that she needs to go back to school as opposed to protesting mm. climate change, Greta Thunberg, because that's badass to keep doing what she's doing yeah, amidst be- all of the people yelling at her that she's being stupid, needs to shut up and go back to school for a future she doesn't have. Yeah. No, so, she, she is uh She's absolutely worthy of admiration. Yeah, she's fucking badass, and, you know, you should support her if you can. Truth be told, I think that even if you don't agree with her, you have to admire the fact of what she's doing at her age and yeah. what she what she put out mm-hmm. there to very well, like, powerful people, I think what was... was... It the, I, think it, I think it was Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Um, like, it's an NPR, like, comedy show, and... I think it was that apparently people are saying that like her parents are putting her up to this and they're like, bitch, you ever tried to get your teenager to do anything you <laughs> yeah, fucking like, told them to do? Right. Like you think she's being a political activist because her parents told her to? Yeah. Clean your room. Disrupt the current political <laughs> climate. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like push the political agenda. Yeah. That's, that's what, that's what I mean. And I think like the funniest, the funniest little like meme ca- that came out about her was just like, man, I wish kids were more involved in politics and actually gave a shit and would fight for what they believed in. And then they were yeah. like, she goes and she goes and does, you know, does her speech. And then they're like, well, not like that. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> you're, not, you're not supposed to do anything about That's it. That's what I mean. Like, I wish, I wish kids would do something, does something. Well, can you do a different thing? I mean, thing? No, like, shut up. We, yeah. we didn't think it would affect us this much. That's what I mean. Right? Like, fuck off. So I, I figured out my answer. Uh, for me, the people that I've been admiring a bunch recently are a whole bunch of different YouTubers and people who are making a living out of doing things that they just enjoy, mm-hmm. right? I watch a whole lot of different people who just stream games. Some of them aren't all that well-known, right? Some of them, <laughs> one of them I watch uh, is is uh, just a girl down in Texas who reviews shit you get at dollar stores, <laughs> and she does it two or three videos a week it's not easy to do trust me keeping a consistent schedule is something we struggle with heavily yeah and just you know these people are doing things they like it's fun and i wish i could take the time to just dedicate to do something like that and it's just not realistic for me so i admire people who do Mm -hmm. dedicate themselves to that drive like it's 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 great to see (laughs) I uh, uh, I watch Philip DeFranco on Hot Ones on YouTube, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic I love YouTube Hot Ones, series. Yep. So if you haven't checked it out, definitely do that. I'm going to shamelessly plug them because it's been hours of entertainment for me. 
But even Philip DeFranco on there, because he was like one of the OGs of YouTube and talked about how, um, talked about how like he legitimately for a few years thought he made a giant mistake. Mm -hmm. Like he's just like, I'm pumping and he almost quit. And like, there was even times where YouTube was like, okay, we're going to start actually paying you guys and you guys are going to make a lot of money. And he's like, and we didn't. Uh, (laughs) And he was like, it was a very long time. And he's like, just over two years of very like, you know, but at that point he was just like, I don't know, I was getting worn out and I thought maybe, and then he's like, you know what? And then, you know, it really started to pick up and he's like, now it's like a legitimate thing I can do for a living, which I'm very happy for. But yeah, like just to think how many people really would have like flown the coop and if YouTube would have just like crashed and burned, right? Just because people would have left. And I'm I'm happy to say, at least for a bit, things like Patreon and stuff are making it so you don't have to rely on shitty YouTube algorithms to make a living anymore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's still hard, and I know a lot of YouTubers who still have problems with it. But, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll continue seeing that business area develop. It'd be really nice. Yeah. Um, and then Coyote Sky goes on to say that... Okay, I'll stick to two questions just in case you are tired and it's a long episode. Yeah, uh, yes to both. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, you guys are still super awesome, fantastical in my book. I miss seeing your faces almost every week. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to read my silly email. Love you all. Ra 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 ra. Kind regards, Coyote Sky. P.S. Happy birthday, Tal. Have lots of fun. Well, I'm sure he yeah. would appreciate your birthday wishes back in September when you actually sent them. And. If he was here, he would be super happy for it. He's Thank retroactively you. enjoying them right now. And away from barf table. Yep. All right. I think, though, at this point, it is going on for a good long while. I thought this yeah, was going to be a short Yeah, I think episode. we're like two hours in now. Well, we also, like, Vox had to clean up. We started a little late just because of the... We still uh, made an hour we're, and a half. We're about so. an hour and a half in, yeah. So... I don't remember how to take this out, but I'm going to try. Uh, uh, first of all, we would like to thank Omari and Scream Fox thank for the uh, logo thank you, thank you. and the intro music, respectively. We want to thank all of our patrons who their their time and money has been reasons we've had things expand. We love that you continue to support us in light of our posting and streaming schedules. Yep. Yep. Thank you for your <laughs> your support. It is crazy valued. Uh, thanks to all our listeners, because you are the reason we're here. And uh, without you, we would just be four guys talking in a room to the internet, which uh, we still are. Isn't all that fun? Um, we uh, we have our all of our contact shit on uh, unfurled.net. You can reach us there. We've got our Twitter and a contact form to reach us if you don't like email. If you do like email, you can send us one at us at unfurled.net. That's us at unfurled.net. Um, we have a Discord channel and stuff set up. I think it's all linked on there. Yeah, we do still have the Discord channel. Um, I certainly haven't been on it lately. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm busy. We're, we're all busy. I'm being adults. I've, I have so. a house stuff. I'm sorry. Uh, did I miss anything? Did... Um, I th- Actually, well, our, our I think... Twitter handle being at Unfurled Podcast, our YouTube channel being youtube.com slash unfurledpodcast. Uh, yep. yep, that's all on the the page there. So yeah, yeah, all available on unfurled.net. So make sure to uh, smash that like and subscribe button. And oh, and the bell because apparently, as as Adam found out today, yeah. the bell can fuck you for notifications if you don't turn it on. It it debelled me, so uh, yeah. you just don't you don't hear it's happening. 
It. Uh... Okay. Ferris falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, um, we love you all. Bye, Talk to you soon. We love you. Bye, bye. We'll miss you. And God bless. <laughs>